Tuesday, Tuesday night grass show. Yeah. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing pretty good, man. Good, brother. Real good. good. Weather's getting nicer. Spring is getting closer. Less than uh, less than four yeah, weeks, I right? I heard there's a big storm days. coming. You got a big storm coming? Who's got a big storm? Yeah, Big Brian's got a big storm coming. Oh, that's yeah. Brian's stuck on the highway. Going 30 miles an hour. You guys oh, see yeah. that picture he put in our group chat? Actually, I missed it. I, I just saw he said he was like an hour out and he was still driving. And I think he was, he he was, was going 30 miles an hour or something. Miles an hour yeah. or something. Yeah. So when I saw that picture, I'm like, you can still see the road. You can still see the markings and you're going 35. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can at least go 50 if you can That's still see the markings in the road. That's you need to watch course. out for the deer. I know about that. <laughs> That's right, you <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> that sucks. You got to have plenty of breaking distance between that and the doe or buck. Especially a 10-point buck. Mm-hmm. Especially in a brand new pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, man. Well, first things first. First things Ooh. first. Should we grab a glass? Grab a glass. Grab a glass. Keep off your ass. I like that. Grab your ass. Man, got the bush back. Tattoo. Yeah. Perfect occasion. Skinny Nate Nate over there. Nathaniel. Looking good, man. Nathaniel. Had to get get some uh, bush light. Yep, yep, yep. Get the love bubble there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everybody. Welcome to Keep yeah, Off the Grass live cast. Tuesdays, ten nine Central on YouTube. Don't miss out. Uh, this is episode one oh six. You know, we're not uh, not too far from spring now, uh, and we're really excited. Uh, Nate or uh, not Nate, Zach, do you want to uh, announce our guest? Since you kind of uh, yeah, sure. We have Ooh. thanks LTZ for that dollar ninety nine each week. Yeah. I think yeah, thanks, brother. Four weeks in a row. Uh, so yeah, we have um, Andy and Nick from Aaron's. Uh, one specializes in snow. Is well, I'll let them introduce themselves. So we have Aaron's with us tonight, um, and we're going to talk about um, all their snow equipment and their lawn equipment. Um, so I don't know who wants to go first. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Tell us who you are and what you do. All yours, Nick. All right. I'm Nick Krieger. I am the product manager for Aaron Snow. So that's all of our snow products. Awesome. That That's it? That's all you're going to say? That's all, that's all you're getting. <laughs> that's all I have to say that again? I actually, actually Aaron honest, Snow, I'm like that's, that's the mic drop right there. So you're kind of you're kind of like the, the head of that that line of products for for, yep, for the company. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and we sell snowblowers all over the world. We're actually the number one seller of two stage snow in the world. Oh wow! What's your job with them again? What's your job with Aaron's? I'm the product manager. Okay. So you could. It's safe to say you really blow. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> He's all about it. 
<laughs> so, and then Andy, you're on the, on the mower side. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So Andy Massion, I, I am the product director on the lawn side. So I manage all of our residential lawn care products. So that's both the Aaron's and Gravely brands. Oh, okay. Very cool. Awesome. awesome. And I have Excellent. a bunch of people like Nick that that actually do the work. I'm just here to take all the credit for them. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, me. <laughs> so are you guys? So so that so that's interesting. I mean, you know, we we ha- we've had some some you know turf guys on. We've had other folks, you know, uh, you know, kind of like the founder of companies. You know, some of the fertilizer companies we've had on. You guys, so you guys actually help kind of develop and manage the kind of the decisions as far as what the models are going to be you guys help design or is it more so just production and like kind of what, what aspects of, of actually, I don't know, designing equipment do you guys have as part of your role? Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty wide swath. Um, at least my role and Nick's are a little bit different. Uh, but my team manages kind of that strategy of our product line. So what are we trying to accomplish over the next five years? <laughs> Uh, we then build the the product roadmaps, if you will, or that's how we're going to, you know, introduce products over the next several years. And then I also have the engineering team uh, at Aaron's on, for my product lines reporting into me as well. So all the engineering happens uh, as, as part of my team. So it's a pretty wide swath. And then uh, our product managers own how we bring that product to market, how we help service it while it's in the field. And then we make the decisions to retire the product as well when it's time. So kind of that okay. full life cycle of the product. So it sounds like, you know, as product directors, you know, you guys, I don't know, have a pretty, you know, if anybody has questions for you guys in the chat, these are the guys to ask it to. If you're curious yeah. about the design or production, you know, what goes into, anyway, bring yeah, your questions because we'd love these guys to answer. I have my own questions, but if anybody has questions in the chat, let's let's hear them because I'm excited. Well, How we about you, start... Nick? Are you uh, same thing? You, you're kind of working uh, aspects similar to that, or, or what's yeah. your role? Yeah. So, like Andy said, um, on the snow side, we have a very similar uh, structure. We've got a director who's above me, and he oversees myself and product management and the engineering team. Uh, so the director kind of comes up with that strategy of what we want to do uh, in the next five years and, and even beyond uh, to be successful and to keep our spot as the number one producer of two stage snow. And then it's up to my to myself as the product manager to figure out how we bring that to life. Uh, okay. What products cool. do we create? Talking to customers, really understanding what they're looking for, what makes a great snow throw to them, and uh, working with the engineering team to, like I said, bring that product to life. And when it's time to replace it or upgrade it, uh, change it out, we do that too. Awesome. Okay. Sweet. Cool. So we can start. We want to start with snow. Yeah, let's do we're it. Start, we're go to lawn. So we'll start with snow. We'll go through some of your equipment, and uh, you know, and then we'll go over the lawn. Cool. So, so you guys, you what guys have um, a lineup of uh, single and dual stage uh, blowers? Is that right? Put my snow hat on here. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready, Nick. Yeah, yeah. So we uh we have manufacture a number of different two stage and single stage snow throws. Uh, we recently got uh, real heavy into the commercial with our new Mammoth uh, 850 stand-on snow machine. So about 30 different products in our portfolio right now. That's the Mammoth right there. <laughs> Looks like a Mammoth. Explain, explain the difference between the single stage and the two-stage. Yeah, absolutely. So a single-stage machine, a little smaller, uh, it uses a single auger, which is kind of like a paddle design. And that is going to be what scoops up the snow and then throws it out the chute. 
a two stage uses, no, we've got a two stage on the screen here right now. A two stage is gonna use a serrated <clears throat> auger to collect the snow and gather it and bring it to the back of the housing. And then the impeller, which is like a fan in the back of the housing actually collects that snow from the auger and throws it out the chute. Ah, oh, okay. All right. Thank you. For some reason in my mind, I always figured it had to something to do with the the power of the engine or it had like two speeds or something. I don't know. I, I, I never really knew what two-stage meant, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, yeah. like a turbo. So basically, on, on the yeah. two-stage, you're looking at a bigger unit that's gathering more snow. So it needs the second stage to discharge and get rid of the snow. Yeah, absolutely. And at our two-stage, like the um, the one you have up on the screen here, uh, you mentioned like a turbo or whatever, our two stage, we have an offering that includes our super high output or SHO impellers. So when you're talking about being able to process a lot of snow at one time, those are the units to get. Absolutely. So like the big snowstorm that we've got coming this week, the SHO is the beast to have. So if you want to kick it to your neighbor's yard, you need that <laughs> particular model. Our professional models will throw up to 60 feet. So it'll land perfectly in your neighbor's driveway for you. That's a that's a neighbor count. That's a neighborhood spot. Yep. Throw clear across the road. This is a platinum twenty-four, the one that you guys just had up, the white one. It's actually our 90th anniversary unit. Uh we came mm. out with it for this year. So Aaron's company was founded in 1933 in Brilliant, Wisconsin. And to celebrate 90 years of Aaron's company, we have a 90th anniversary model this year. So you see it has a lot of those cool throwback features. The, uh, the white on orange, it has the, the chrome style uh, handlebars and, and um, hardware on it. And our engine on here is actually uh, specially branded for this model in particular as a Tecumseh Power Snow King. Huh, that's mm. awesome. Yeah. I was going to say that looks kind of like a like an updated spruced up model from back in the day. Yeah, it, it's a really cool model. We only made 1,933 of them. And once they're gone, they're gone. So I think we've got a couple left yet for this season. Uh, we sold a few extra besides uh, more than what we envisioned last year, but there are a couple left out there yet. Sweet. So how deep can it go? Uh, this is a 21 inch housing, so it can swallow quite a bit of snow. <laughs> Careful. I'll bet it can. That is what she oh. said. <laughs> oh, see, Zach thought he was being funny and Nick just he took it and ran. Absolutely. Touching the <laughs> no, that's that's uh yeah, that's 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 quite a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> so is, so I have I have the deluxe, I have the platinum, and um I was looking at the alpine maybe. Yeah. Um so what which one would you consider you were saying professional ones, which one would you consider those? Uh, so the deluxe, like what you have up on the screen, it's one of our most common sellers uh, right now. We've got a couple of different housing sizes, two different engine sizes. You can get SHO impellers on these. You can even get EFI. Um, it's a great machine for kind of like that average residential user. The step up from there is going to be the Platinum, like the uh, 90th anniversary. And a little bit bigger engine on that. The Platinums all come with uh, SHO impellers standard. They all come with heated handlebars or uh, hand grips, excuse me. So those are pretty sweet machines. It's kind of that top tier residential. And then the pro models, the professionals are, are the tier above that yet. So if you were looking at the Alpine, the Alpine is a 28 inch pro unit. It is a 420 CC engine, uh, EFI, uh, and it has rapid track on it, which is our track system for track drive. You guys got tank wheels on that one, man. Oh, that's awesome. That's a big one. (laughs) That's cool to have tracks on it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. 
our, our track drive system is actually really cool. Uh, it's our rapid track. And so it works between different um, modes. You can put the track all the way up and it operates just like a wheeled unit, or you can put the track flat and you get the track drive, or you can actually put the track bogey wheels down and put more pressure on the housing as like a dig in mode. That's cool. Wow. That's, that's awesome. all. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's more just aesthetic. It's actually got some pretty cool functionality too. Sweet. Yeah. Does that make yeah, it just, significantly? I'm just more mesmerized expensive? by this video. Is that you know what's the what's the differential between like is that the main difference between like the track and just a regular professional is just the tracks? Uh, yeah. So we offer rapid track on several of our pro units, uh, one of our platinum units, and actually one of our compact units. Compact is going to be like a step down from deluxe. So a little bit smaller engine, a little bit smaller housing size. You can actually get a rapid track starting on our compact. Cool. Okay, cool. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah, these There's are, an outline. Oh, that, yeah, there it is. Look at that yeah. thing. That's pretty cool where you get to test these, these locations at. I'd love to be there. <laughs> Hey, come on up. We always love extra help testing units. Yeah, just just it always looks like in the awesome, like real sweet locations. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we get to go all over the place. Basically, when you're doing this kind of business, you have to chase the snow, right? It's not like grass where it grows everywhere and you can just cut it. Uh, we have to hunt down snow every year. Nick, I was going to say you'd be surprised all the places I've chased grass this year. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've, I've heard no. quite the stories. Yes. <laughs> So I see the yeah. compact, the track twenty four. Is it? So it's got a twenty four inch uh, deck, and that's the one with the, with the tracks. That's your smaller one with the tracks, right? Correct. Yeah, that's okay. kind of our entry level track unit. And that looks like that's somebody was asking about price, and I was just looking at this one because that's probably the smallest one that if I ever were to have one of that size, that'd be the one for me. And it's like two, about two thousand. How how many? Uh, how how deep can it go? Is it? Can it go twelve inches? Is that what you said earlier? I don't remember. Um. <laughs> The, the compact can do 20 inches. 20 inches deep. Okay. Yes, correct. Okay, that's a heck of a lot more than, than what I have, but I don't think we ever get that deep, but <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. 20 inches uh -huh. is pretty good. So, so, yeah. More than the tip. So, so probably for the majority of homeowners, like the majority of people like throughout the you know nation, unless you're in those real – you know, super high snowfall areas, right? Like it sounds like the compact just in terms of homeowners, not in terms of professionals, people, you know, doing this every day, but it sounds like the compact is definitely more than capable for probably most homeowner applications nationwide. No, a compact is a really awesome unit. I recommend it to a number of people uh, because of, it has a great amount of power paired with a small bucket, which when you're really looking to move a lot of snow is the best combination to have. Uh, so the compact has a 223 cc engine, uh, and like like we said, it's a 24 inch housing, so it can move a, a fair amount of snow. Uh, and it's a lighter weight machine, but it does come with our auto turn, which allows it to move really well. Uh, it's a triggerless triggerless steering system. It's a pretty sweet machine. That's cool. So this mammoth, this mammoth, um, is that more for like professionals and? Uh, maybe people who have a business. Is that what you guys don't really sell that for, obviously? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a commercial stand-on machine. So the operator actually kind of stands just behind that rear wheel uh, in the picture here. And then it drives almost kind of like a mini skid um, with the sticks <laughs> on the top. 
and is designed for mostly for that commercial customer uh, who's going out and servicing um, sidewalks uh, or or commercial properties or something like that. Um, We do sell a few of them to municipalities directly, though, um, and other institutional markets like schools and hospitals and whatnot. But a lot of uh, LSCs are picking up units like this. They're saying, I can service more, more properties in the same event with the same crew size, or if it's tough to find crew, this replaces those crew I can't hire right now. Mm-hmm. And does that front blade like go in different angles and got all like the hydraulics to it and everything? <laughs> yeah. So Mammoth is a cool machine in that you buy the tractor and then you buy whatever attachments you want for it that are going to fit your need and your business. So in the picture here, we've got our V plow on there and that goes V straight or scoop. Uh, and it's all electric over hydraulic. So you're not messing with like hooking up hydraulic lines or hoses. Um, we also have a straight blade if you want just the basic straight blade. Uh, we have a 44 inch power broom and we have two different snow throw heads that can go on there. And the broom and the snow heads are actually PTO powered like a like a tractor PTO. So you're oh, getting wow. all that power sent directly to the attachment. Do you have a, like a bucket attachment for? Uh, we, we don't. No, no yeah. lawn attachments or anything like that for it. It's a gotcha. snow machine right now. That sweeper's cool, though. Yeah. You can use that sweeper on the on the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Let's try it out. Do Let's little, try it out uh, right well, before you're ready to reseed. Yes, to be perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dethatching. Yeah. That was gonna ask, ask that too. Out first thing I was thinking was like an aerator or dethatcher on that thing, or heck, even a mower deck. It's a pretty beefy machine. I I probably wouldn't want to try to use it for that type of an application, just on the on the grass like that. Um, Pretty heavy. Made more for sidewalks. Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the width of the like most of your uh, attachments to the front of it? Yeah. So the uh, the straight blade and the V plow are forty eight inches. The V plow actually has a wing kit, so if you want, you can add two six inch wings. Uh, The broom, like I said, is forty four inches, and then we have two different snow throw heads. We have a thirty six inch and a forty eight inch, and then we also actually have two uh, de icing uh, systems that you can put on there. Either a thirty six inch salt drop spreader for the rear, or it has a 20 gallon brine tank option. Oh, nice. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I can so definitely yeah, see that thing like is commercial. Super versatile, super it's, versatile. It's a sweet machine. And, you know, we were talking about all the power with the other machines. This is powered by an 850 CC uh, Kawasaki EFI engine. Um, so again, we're talking about like snow throwing power, for example, uh, the snow throw heads throw well in excess of 60 feet if you need them to, or as close as three feet for when you're right up next to a property. Hmm. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your guys' yeah, like, uh, just, uh, you know, as far as like your or, you know, competitors out there, are you guys kind of on par uh, with them? Like, like price wise, are you guys more higher, higher end? I'm just not familiar with like more commercial type blowers and stuff. Where do you guys think you fall as far as your, I don't know, your Damn. product line? Yeah. So with something like Mammoth, I would say we're pretty competitively priced, um, especially when you take into account the tractor and the attachments when you're building out your fleet. Um, you know, some of the other competitors out there, Boss has a couple of machines. Um, one machine is a little more basic in its application than they have a newer one that is a little more high powered, but it's a little more high cost than ours. Uh, Ventrac has a machine out there right now as well. I would say we're we're priced close to Ventrac. We're a little bit under them, and 
obviously I believe we have a much better machine. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Very cool. Hmm. Well, a... yeah, what what else uh what else what else you guys uh what, I mean what would you say your top equipment what what is your top piece sold and you know why? I mean, like I said before, Deluxe is really our best-selling line of snow throws. Uh, they're a fantastic machine. They're that perfect combination of the right amount of power and the right size to handle a lot of the residential pieces. So Deluxe is definitely one of our best-selling series of snow throws. But if there's one that like, I think everybody's really excited about, it's our Kraken. Um, so we came out a couple of years ago with a, a couple of special edition models, really just to kind of showcase everything we can do and to really stretch our engineering team and, and come out with some really sweet machines. And the top, top of the line machine is the Kraken model. It's a 32 inch uh, professional series, 420 CC engine with a battery key start EFI. Uh, it's got enough light bars on it that if the neighbors are driving by, they're gonna flash the brights at you. Uh, <laughs> it's got the rapid track system, but it's actually electronic drive. So you're not using trigger. You can infinitely vary the track drive system on there. Electric shoot rotation, it's it's a pretty sweet machine. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. The thing is <laughs> that is pictures we've had it out for years now. We've sold out every year on that unit. Um our I think a few dealers might have a couple on the floor yet, but um it, it's really awesome. It did way better than we could have ever anticipated. Yeah, my neighbor, two houses down, he's got an Aaron's snow thrower. I don't know what model it is or anything like that, but like anytime it snows, like a significant amount, I, I'm usually calling him like, hey, like need you to come bail me out because, I mean, the, his machine's awesome. and Or he'll just say, hey, come over and grab it out of the garage and, you know, go do your own driveway with it. But so I've used it a handful of times and it's it's an amazing machine. So I definitely, definitely agree. You guys have a great, great product. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's what we hear a lot from customers is they are the hero of the neighborhood, right? It's whenever somebody else has a doesn't have a machine at all or their machine isn't quite up for the task. I, I know even my dad loves to just walk around the neighborhood and help people at the end of the driveway and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, they're just they're really proud of their machines. You know, we go out and talk to customers and they'll say, oh, I have to tell you about my my first errands. It was a, a 1972 and it had the 10 horsepower to come see or whatever. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, what do you have now? And they look at you and they go. I said, I have a 1972 and it's got the 10 horsepower. <laughs> and these machines last forever. They're super durable, super reliable. And people are just really passionate about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got a single stage and like I said, I mean, it's, it's good for, I'd say, you know, 75% of the snows, but it's definitely, there's definitely a significant difference between a one stage and a two stage. And, you know, there's, there's just a difference, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like the design is what of the stage said. breaks up larger amounts of snow, especially more compact snow, easier because it's kind of like slicing through and chomping it versus yeah. just spinning and trying to yep. whack at it. Um, that's the one thing that, you know, when those kind of old and icy and crunchy, my my little uh, power shovel doesn't do so well with that kind of snow. Yeah. But yeah. Just yeah. The, the, the end of the driveway when you just finish and then the snow plows come through. Yeah, yeah. Two stage is much better for those. Oh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. But I'll say, so we have a lot of commercial customers, like I said, landscape contractors, and they'll use a single stage for the vast majority of their properties because they're lightweight, they're easy to move around. Yeah, sure. And like you said, for 75% of the snow events you see, they work really well. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. But... If you got the if you got the storage space and you you know you got the the means for it, 
if you had the choice, I would definitely go with the two stage, you know, some, but for someone maybe where your garage space is a little tight, um, you know, single stage. And now they're, a lot of them have like the stone go kind of capabilities where the handlebars will fold down. You can tip them up. So it does save a lot of space in a garage from a single stage versus a, a double stage. Yeah. Are they all four cycle engines? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, we went away from the two cycle uh, uh, several years back. We found it was just, it was easier for our customers and, you know, engine technology has gotten to the point that we can get a lot of power and reliability out of four, four cycle. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I like just not having to mix, mix the gas and the oil. Right. <laughs> That's exactly. all I really care yeah. about. <laughs> exactly. So like compared to competitors, no blowers, like, you know, what would you say kind of set yours apart? Cause I think it's unique talking to you guys because you're not just salesmen. You're actually, you know, kind of part of a bigger picture. Not that, not the down sales people, but, um, <laughs> and so like, what, what, what do you think, like what dynamics, you know, kind of sets it apart from, uh, you know, just going and picking up, you know, an off brand or something. Yeah. I think it really comes down to the durability and the reliability of our machines. We pride ourselves on our all steel construction. So our housing, our shoot, even our dash, all steel on all of our units. Um, and another great thing is all of our machines are made in Brilliant, Wisconsin, uh, where the company was founded. So when you're looking at, you know, passionate people, we always talk about passionate people, astounded customers at Aaron's, and that's really what we are. And it's in Wisconsin. It, it's a, a very small town kind of feeling. It's, it's the kind of place where the size of the town literally doubles during business operations. Uh, and to walk into that facility and know all those people are there building these machines, one at a time by hand and, and sending them out the door and knowing that they're going to be in somebody's garage for the next 30 plus years. Uh, it really, it's fantastic to know. These are not throw throwaway machines. They're hand down machines. Yeah. One of the guys in the live chat who lives like five minutes from me, he said his uh, machines from like 1970. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're awesome machines. Yeah, that, you know, awesome. So I, I don't, I haven't had your guys' snowblowers, but growing up, we had an Aaron's push mower and that thing, we had the same one my entire childhood. That's what I would use to mow the, mow the yard. And, you know, the folks only got rid of it because they eventually moved and got a bigger yard. So they got like a John Deere tractor thing and they just didn't need the, the Aaron's anymore. But yeah, man, we had the same mower for probably my entire, you know, third grade to high school, you know, <laughs> beyond. Um, so yeah, they, they last a long time. So what goes into like, so when you guys are coming up with like a, I don't know, a new designer or something like what, what are the things that you guys consider when you're going to sit down and say, okay, we got, this is our lineup. You know, what can we, how can we improve on this with the next generation or whatever? Yeah. We want to make sure we keep our product fresh and we understand what it, the needs of the customer are. So um, Andy definitely can talk to this. He's a, a true expert on it, but constantly going out and getting that feedback from our customers, either doing it firsthand or doing it uh, secondhand through blind research studies and just understanding what what are their pain points? What do they need to accomplish um, out in the field? And how do we incorporate that into our product? One of the great things about Aaron's making snow throws since 1960 is we really know how to do it. Um, one of the things that's interesting about it, though, is it's constantly being refreshed. So last season, we refreshed almost all of our two-stage product. Uh, new dashes, new design, new headlights. We switched over to LED because we found that that gave a little better lighting. Um, we redesigned our grips, all that kind of stuff. We're constantly reimagining, re-innovating our product to make sure that it stays up to date. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess 
you know, the, the technology has been a while, around, you know, for a while and how much can you really like, you know, expand upon a tool like that. But little things like that to kind of make the experience better or improving the driving system, the, all that personal pace stuff with the mowers, like that's all, that's all stuff that like how you could distinguish yourself. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. So are we going to start talking about grass yet, or are we going to keep talking about snowblowers? I would I would talk all night, but I think Andy's getting kind of antsy. I think he's got some exciting stuff he wants to talk about. I, I mean, I had to go get the charger for my laptop here. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we got any questions. Um, drop your questions about um, any of the uh, snow equipment, and we can um, get to them here at the end. So we'll try to uh, remember them here. So yeah, Andy, the floor is yours. I hear you guys got awesome. a new a new mower. I know T today was was reveal day, drop day, and uh, so we we introduced our twenty one inch walk behind the razor today on February twenty first. So <laughs> it's a pretty it's a pretty cool deal to to schedule this and be able to talk about that that great machine. It's a it's a new addition to our line. And you know, Aaron's has been making lawn care equipment since the '50s. Uh, you know, even even longer than snow. Even though we, we kind of started in the in the garden, if you will, we've always been in the grass uh, for for most of our history. Uh, and in the walk behind space is one of those spaces. You know, we we've, we've been in and been in and out of in our in our history, um, but we've made a commitment uh, over the past several years to get back into this space, to give customers a choice. Uh, on their 21 inch walk platform and and the razor is the embodiment of that and it's it's a it's a fantastic mower uh you know and i, I think that's um you know it's a testament to the design and engineering of of everyone here at aaron's that put their time and effort in, into this um we, we made a razor machine as recently as 2016 ourselves and this is this is not that machine uh it is based heavily on that in terms of the cutting chamber and how, how great this thing cuts it's got a true five and a half inch deep cutting deck. So for the guys that are, are running zero turns, that's a commercial depth deck. And it's a constant depth deck, which is unique in the industry as well. Um, for a number of reasons, um, most of the options on, on the table, uh, they have a, a slanted deck. And that really messes with aerodynamics, especially when you want to mulch and, and lift grass. It creates high pressure zones, stall points. Um, kicks grass out to the back of the machine faster. And so with this constant depth deck, not easy to say, <laughs> um, it, it, it keeps grass in that cutting chamber longer. And so it's going to mulch and mince that that grass. I like to say it atomizes the grass. Uh, and, and so our bagging performance is phenomenal. We can we can hold more than than almost anybody, even with a smaller bag, because it's really chopping it up before it even gets back into the bag. That's um, cool. So, but this is, this is a thoroughly modern machine. All of, all of the four models in the Razor lineup uh, feature um, high rear wheels. So 10 inch rear wheels, eight inches on the front. This is not an off the shelf wheel. If you, if you zoom in tight, you can see Aaron's molded in there. Hmm. We designed these bad boys ourselves, um, but it's a very versatile machine. Um, it does, it does have a three in one functionality. So mulching is primary. That's what we know most customers do. Uh, bagging uh, as well. And then if you take the bag off and the, and the mulch plug out, it actually is a rear discharge. So it does discharge, kind of dumps it at your feet, 
but it's a safer way to discharge versus the side discharge, you know, where you're, you don't want to be throwing rocks and sticks and other things at, you know, landscaping your house people. Um, so with the rear discharge, it just dumps it right at your feet. Again, not ideal, but if you have some really long grass, it'll, it'll mull right through it and, uh, you know, you can be on your way. So is there like a chute or something you put in the, in the little plug there or whatever, or how do you get it nope. to spit out the back? You, the yeah. Back. The, the rear discharge door, it's, it's kind of hard to see in the pictures, but it, it does have a, a fairly wide opening when it's closed. Uh, and it just dumps right out, right out the back of the machine. Okay. I think it's pretty interesting, and I think it's uh, cool that you actually said you guys um, designed it and it's yours, like because um, or like you know it's it's Aaron's because um, you know I look at a lot of mowers like when I'm at GIE or even online it's like oh so and so made made that or oh so and so made that and it was I'm not gonna say who at GIE but it was like <laughs> a couple of them there was a couple of them and it was kind of a bummer it was like oh man they're coming out with a mower and it was like oh so and so makes it which is still cool it's a good brand but it's like. I don't know. So I think it's that's kind of cool. And you can tell by looking at it that it looks it's got like a unique you, you can't really it doesn't really compare to anything looking at it. Yeah, exactly. And I it it's funny, you know, it's it's our lowest price product in the lawn uh portfolio. Uh, but I can tell you in terms of investment, this was the biggest product investment the company has made in certainly the the recent, you know, 10 or 15 years. To, to be able to make a mower that can uh, be a high volume product available in a, in a lot of retailers for the for the demand we expect, uh, we really needed to invest in it. And, you know, we wanted our own design, everything from the gear badge on the front. You know, we take pride in that. It's it's molded into the front. It's it's not a it's not a stuck on gear badge. It's it's molded in and, you know, it's, it's never going to come off. And, and that means a lot to Aaron's. The other, the other cool thing, uh, you know, there's there's four models in this lineup, and, and it really does represent kind of the the best of of all machines. We we have a push on the on the entry side, and on the high end side, we have this dual blade uh, with our reflex speed control technology, uh, and and so that's that's a uh, you know a speed control that that matches your pace. Um, it's going to be similar to you know what some of our competitors in a different color um, have had in the past. Um, we're really proud of, of, of our development of that. It works really great. And, you know, we, we named it reflex for a reason. We, we want that machine, you know, reacting to you like it's just a natural part of your body. And, and it really does that. Uh, we've also outfitted that high end model with a, a new dual blade. And so we did a ton of analysis on that, right? Aerodynamics and computational fluid dynamics, CFD, if there's any formula one fans out there, right. <laughs> and to understand what makes a, a blade great. And so we have the, uh, that really cool dual blade design. And then for the first time we outfitted, uh, first time at kind of anyone in outdoor power equipment, we outfitted with laser edge Eversharp technology. And so this is proprietary technology from one of our blade suppliers, Fisher Barton. And they, uh, uh, it's a coating that goes on the blade and it actually self sharpens as it cuts. And so this is, this is one of those really cool technologies that if you want a maintenance free mower, uh, the, the blade is just going to keep sharpening so that the bottom edge isn't going to wear away, but the top edge will, will. So the more you cut, the more, the sharper that, that blade is going to get. And after, you know, it's hard to say, is it going to, depending on your grass conditions, is it going to be a five-year blade or a 10-year blade, but it's going to go a very long time. And so again, never. Is it just removing a very thin layer of this coating or is it actually 
pulling off some of the metal as well through the coating? Yeah, so the the metal metal moves away and the coating stays. Exactly, yeah, the coating stays. Hmm. And so the metal on the top edge wears away and it just gets sharper and sharper. Okay. So, you know, and you notice the results on your grass. You're going to have a perfect cut all the time, every time. So what if so you really hit, cool. like a, hit a rock and you kind of and you actually deform the blade or whatever? And what would be the pro- like? Where would you would you have to take it to a special repair place or did you have to replace the blade? How do how you guys address that with with this? Yeah, I mean that's going to be no different than kind of any other blade strike, uh, a, a stake, a rock, something like that can damage the blade, uh, um, but it is replaceable. Um, you know, anyone with the with the set of you know an impact wrench and torque wrench can replace the blade. We do sell that uh that dual blade you know right online uh available available now well, it's probably on back order right now if you looked at it but but yeah you'll be able to get it from your dealer from lowe's okay. or or from uh, our online store mm-hmm. and you can also the other three models don't come with that laser edge blade but you can actually upgrade to that so we designed the kind of the cutting chamber and the, and the mower interface to be the same so if you you wanted that um, or, or a single version of that laser edge blade, you can also put that on the machine, uh, you know, when you need to replace it. So the, so they are interchangeable. So if you were to get like the, the 21 self propelled, you could then go and buy that, that dual blade. If you wanted to put that on there, cause I'm always looking for better ways to improve my mulching game. You know, like, uh, would you think, would that do better than, I don't know, the, the mulching blades with teeth that other folks out there have, have you guys kind of compared what made you guys decide the, the, the cross-shaped blade instead of other options? Yeah, you know, when, when we develop a mower like this, we, we have targets that we need to hit. So cut quality is one of those that we set and specify. And so we take our competitors, we take our products out, we take them out into the grass, into multiple kinds of grass, kind of all throughout the growing season. Uh, and we test it and we measure it and we, you know, we lay down on the grass and we count stragglers and in uh, the, dis- the dispersion and all, all the things like that. And so we set our targets uh, for quality. And what I can say is, you know, the, the, what we offer from the factory manages and, and cuts the widest variety of grass as good as we can make it. Um, and there's always different kinds of grass and, and guys who want, want their blades in this. And there's so many variables that go into it. And we try to hit as, as many as we can uh, right from the factory. So, so that's, you know, that, that's what goes into the development, a lot of different choices. Uh, and uh, yeah, I try to make it, like I said, as good for as many people as we can. So. Oh, it looks badass. Yeah. When, so um, when do they ship? When are they going to, when are we going to start seeing them in stores or dealers? Yeah. So uh, if you're, if you're towards the kind of the, the Virginia area, um, you'll see them popping in Lowe's stores now. Uh, and so we're kind of moving up from the kind of the central part of the U S into the North. So I know we're resetting um, stores kind of in the Midwest uh, right around this time. So before long, you'll see them in all the lows in the, in the Northeast and Midwest. Uh, Our dealers will start getting shipments uh, this month or sorry, in in March, I was already jumping ahead. Uh, So they'll be loaded up pretty quickly as well. Um, We'll also be retailing them through true value fleet farm and Northern tool. So there'll be a lot of different outlets for this product as well. And then uh, we hope to also offer it um, within a few weeks on our own errands.com e-commerce site. Excellent. Awesome. So, and I think I saw a question on kind of the price range. 
and so our push mower comes in at, at 419 for the, the minimum advertised price or map price. Uh, and then it's up to 619 for our that high-end dual blade model. Um, the two uh, entry-level models, if you will, the push and the front-wheel drive self-propelled have three-year warranties on the product, two years on the engine. And the two high-end models have four-year warranties uh, as with two years on the engine as well. So very competitive warranties. You know, we're a good year or two higher than, than almost anyone in that kind of price range and class. Uh, so again, we're we're pretty excited about that product. Um, what a great product it is. We've done thousands and thousands of hours of testing on it. We actually have little like treadmill things going and we had like eight of them running at once uh, over the winter here um, in, in late fall, just testing these things, running them bumps and blades and actuating all the stuff on it. It was, it was pretty crazy to watch. So you'd said that uh, the, the previous model, I think was 2016, was that the last year you guys had produced uh, the the push mower until the the razor out now? Yeah, in terms of an Aaron's designed uh, product, yeah, that's correct. Twenty sixteen was the last time we offered the razor uh, to our customers. We we did have a partnership model. Um, one of the things with with the walk behind space is if you don't have a a national retailer, mm. you it's very tough to have the volume and then the costs yeah, you sure. know just aren't there and. It's just a cycle. Uh, and so we were able to partner with Lowe's and, and get significant uh, placement with this product. So we were able to invest in it, manage the price down to the level that, that we needed to, uh, and then offer this great product line and, and get back in this business. And, you know, we're, we're just getting started uh, back in the space. I, I'm very bullish about the 80% of customers who never need a zero turn or a lawn tractor. Uh, and, and I want them to be in an errands. Uh, and so that's why we're we're back in this walk space. Walk so when did you guys? When, so when you guys? When did, how long was the process to say okay, we want to get back in there, bring the razor back? Like when did this start? And then kind of you know how long does it take to to design this this thing you're coming out now with now? It's never fast enough for <laughs> for for company leaders. Let's put it that way. Uh, but no, it was it was a little over two years. Um, from when we had commitments to launching the product now. Uh, and, and a lot of that is is just finding the right product. Honestly, finding an engine supply uh, during COVID times was really crazy. Sure. And, and so locking yeah. up a, a Briggs engine supply, you know, Honda, Honda backed out on the engine supply about a year ago. Uh, and so it's, uh, there just aren't engines available. And then there's tariffs from Chinese imported engines. Uh, so Briggs is really the only viable engine. Uh, and, you know, they make a very reliable walk yeah. behind engine, you just add oil, it ready starts. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're very happy to have them on our product line uh, and and have that kind of uh, tag up between, uh, you know, Aaron's and Briggs. Yeah, I have mine. Mine's Briggs. Was hey, that's you. Hey. Oh, <laughs> hey, look at that guy. <laughs> You want to talk zero turns now? Is that what we're moving yeah. towards? Yeah, let's yeah, hear about I, them. I, I am. If, if what's cool about this mower, and I may have the idea wrong of it, but it's kind of like a residential, or it's a it's a commercial mower built for residential use ish. Yeah, you know, Aaron's has, has been making zero turns uh, along with the Gravely brand for a very long time. And in this year, in addition to launching the Razor, which again, today, big day, 
we completely redesigned our entire portfolio of, of products. So we have four lines of, of zero turns on the Aaron side, and I have three within my product line on the Gravely side. And every single one of them is new uh, in some way. And so the one you were showing is, is the Icon family. The, the older version of it was called the Icon XD. And, uh, you know, we, we literally started over with this machine. We didn't take the Icon XD and say, how can we make it better? That's, that's, you know, that's an easy thing to do, if you will, but it doesn't get you where you want to go. Instead, we, we started over and we said, you know, this, this class of machine that, that people are buying the most of, the, these are the volume moving machines, certain transaxles, 20 inch tires, you know, um, 52 inch deck size. How do we make the best machine in that class? And that's literally what I'm saying in that video. You were just showing if the audio was on. Could have just played that and I didn't have to talk. Uh, but we started over and, and we got into the grass with our customers. We talked to our dealer partners. We talked to our channel partners. We talked to the guys that sell these machines, use them. The, we talked to the wives that let the husband buy them. We talked to the wives that buy them and the husbands that let the wife uh, mow and vice versa, right? We talked to everybody and we said, what, you know, what are you really looking for, uh, you know, on these machines? And we heard a number of things, one branded engines. So all the icons are powered by Kawasaki engines. So that in the residential space, it's Kawasaki. Uh, and, and so we started there. The second thing we heard uh, was comfort. And so operator comfort became a really big deal for us. But what we learned that it wasn't about how comfortable the seat was. There's a lot more that goes into it. And that's how you get onto the machine. How do you, how do you feel when you're sitting on it? What do you see? Uh, and so we have a very, um, a very wide operator platform. When you stand on, there's plenty of room to move around. The seat base is, is two and a half inches or so taller than before. This seat is a full four inches taller than the, the prior generation. So it's a 22 inch high back seat. Uh, and so it's very large armrests, super comfortable. We have premium, you know, power tool inspired grips on this machine. Hmm. Uh, and then we have an industry first control arm that it, there's a, a quick adjust knob, that little gray knob on the control arm there. And that allows you to adjust vertically, either up or down, or as well as rotationally within that kind of single knob. So you loosen it up, you can find your perfect position, uh, tighten it down, you're locked in and you're, you're good to go. Um, you know, others have, have a rotational adjustment, but the vertical adjustment, you still have to pull out the tools to do. Um, so a huge undertaking, I think less than 30 parts on this machine were carryover from the prior generation. Uh, so, you know, again, we rethought everything uh, to make this machine uh, what it is. Uh, and, and kind of the same thing as the Razor with cut quality. This, in, in my opinion, is the best cutting residential machine on the market today. We took everybody who said they were great at cutting grass. We put them out in the field. We counted how many blades of grass were left over after, after we did our, our mowing passes. And we put our, our design to the test and, and we feel very comfortable uh, with, with what we've done here. Um, we've also, you know, I think there were 13 industry or class firsts on this machine. So we have functional headlights. These aren't just decorative. They actually have a punch and spread that allows you to be able to see if you happen to be bringing your mower in after it's dark, don't mow at night, it's dangerous. 
Um, we have a dual USB ports on this machine because we know that 80% of our customers actually bring their phone along with them. Uh, so we want to be able to charge, listen to music. Um, we designed a super functional cup holder that actually securely holds, holds the phone. Uh, you know, I, I've not found a phone that, that actually doesn't stick in there and stay in. Uh, it doesn't matter if you've got a phablet phone or, or not. There's, there's space for it in that, in that cup holder space. Does it hold 12 ounces even better? <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Hey, does this have the design where you can ch- like um, changing the oil? It seems like it would be fairly easy with this unit. Is that something that you guys like took into account? Yeah. So on this class of machine, we we went with kind of the manufacturer's recommended oil valves. So there there's there is a there's an updated oil valve from our prior generation, right from Kawasaki. So we don't have to break that seal. Uh, this one still uses the you know the the separate attachment tube uh, to to do the draining. And for a residential customer, that's going to be once a year, you know, kind of thing. Uh, so um, versus a commercial operator where they're you know changing oil, you know, almost every week, it it really just uh, is a kind of that balance of feature and price and you know where do you want to put your money? What's your biggest deck? Oh, yeah, you talk to us about your deck. <laughs> so on, on this on this guy uh we we have a very wide um deck offering <laughs> so 60 inch uh is the largest we offer on this class we're one of the only manufacturers that does bring a 60 inch deck onto a, a class of this or a machine of this class uh which is really great uh and we have a 42 inch uh, you know on our small side and for the first time on this family uh, we have a 48-inch deck as well. So four deck sizes, all of Kawasaki power. Uh, you know, it's kind of like pick your pick your size that you need for your yard, and you're going to have a great machine. Uh, and, and, you know, my, you friend, have to- uh, my friend Oli, he used to be 61 inches, and now he, he's only 60. He shrank. As well. So you guys are right there with him. In his, his <laughs> I love that. I lost an inch. He claims it's going to be a better cut. Uh, that's why he lost the inch because they overlap a little more. We'll see. We'll, see. we'll find out next week. <laughs> what are we looking at right here? Yeah, so you're looking at the new chassis uh, for the for the Icon family. Uh, this again, completely redesigned from the ground up. It's six inches wider, and one of the cool things about this, the old design had over sixty components in it that were welded together. This new chassis has twenty. So we've gone with big stampings to, you know, carry the load, handle it. And what this allows us to do is, is have a much more robust, fully welded design, fully tubular uh, and, you know, super durable. It's going to last a really long time. But, you know, the less parts you have, just the less things that can go wrong. Does but a lot of engineering at all by having it more, you know, fewer, fewer pieces at all. Uh, yeah, you know, you're you're able to with big stampings, you're able to get the the strength where you need it, uh, so you don't have to put a lot of big gussets and, and things like that in there. Um, so there's definitely um, you know a weight trade off. This this machine we made a little heavier than the prior generation, uh, and that largely is a result of just the the overall bigger size uh, of the machine. Uh, even though you know, again, deck sizes and engines are, are really similar to the old generation. The, just the size of the machine. If, if you sat it next to the old one, it, it looks like a completely different class of machine. 
Nice. Yeah, we also have non-power bagging on this. So we know there's there's lots of folks up in the Northeast, uh, you know, who only bag as, as well as out in the, the Northwest. Uh, so we developed a non-power bagger to, you know, be price competitive with what the competition has. But the cool thing that we did is we also have a powered blower kit for it. And so if a customer comes in and, and, and wants um, a bagger, you know, the, the a dealership can sell them the non-powered bagger and they can take it. And, it, you know, if they're unsatisfied with it or it isn't it isn't getting the job done quite the way they want, uh, they can then get that power blower kit for it and upgrade it. You don't have to throw any parts away. It's all designed to work together. Um, and so it makes a really super flexible system. You know, every other manufacturer only gives you either non-powered or powered. And we kind of given everyone the, ch- the, you know, the chance to make the, the choice for them. Do you guys fabricate all that here in the U S? Yep. That's correct. On, on this icon family, it's, it's made right outside my office in brilliant Wisconsin. Okay. So tubes bent steel formed all of that right right in and down to the orange powder coat on those machines that's cool yeah and that and that's our biggest seller in terms of zero turns we we sell you know that 52 inch icon will sell as many of that is is kind of my my full product line on you know all put together and and so these are just hitting stores now and if you haven't gotten out and seen one they're in Lowe's and they're in Aaron's and uh, Gravely dealers as well. The, the Gravely similar models called the ZTX or ZTXL, uh, and and they're they're brand new as well. They're based on a, a similar platform, but with significant feature differentiation from the Aaron's models. So if you're if you're a Gravely guy, and we we have a lot of great Gravely fans, you can step up to the ZTXL. And there's actually twelve things that are better or different on the ZTXL than the Aaron's Icon. Uh, and it's it's serviceable transaxles and it's better seats and there's a tool tray in it kind of underneath that flip up floor pan. There's aggressive tread tires. So lots of really cool features that you can get uh, on the Gravely models as well. I wanted to ask you if there was any kind of competition between the Gravely and the Aaron's teams when they were kind of doing this new design thing. Did they did they have any kind of banter back and forth? You said there's 12 additional features for the for the Gravely. You know, how would the Aaron's guys feel about that? Uh, no drama, one design team, uh, two brands. We, we set out a strategy very early on. You know, you know I, I, I've been at Aaron's about three years, and honestly, it's, it's one of the challenges that was given to me when I started was how, how do you differentiate the Aaron's and Gravely brands? And, and so that's what we set out to do. And we put a strategy in place about two years ago, and we've been implementing that. So we have 10 items that we minimally want to have the gravely be a step up from the errands on. But when you're designing a product like the icon, it was really tricky because we didn't want to make the errands worse. So things like cut quality, how do, how do we make the errands better, but the gravely even better. Right. And so you, you have to, you have to take bold moves and make big steps to have the gravely, you know, have that feature differentiation. And then we were able to hold the price point between the errands and the gravely models as well. The gravely has always been sold at a premium, but now there's those 12 things kind of under the hood that make that gravely really worth that um, that $300 price delta. And, it, you know, and that's really going to help help that gravely brand. We're, we're very excited about that product line. I didn't, I didn't realize. You, oh, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I didn't realize you guys were, you know, gravely and you guys were together. And uh, as I was going through my closet today, 
uh, looking for a hat to wear for the show tonight. I actually pulled out my Gravely hat and I was like, oh, I can't wear a competitor. So I put it back because <laughs> I, I had no idea. So I was like, oh, and then when you heard it start talking about it, I'm like, damn, I could have wore that. <laughs> yeah, you could have. I'll, I'll put my Gravely hat on. Uh, but yeah, so I manage both brands. Uh, you know, my product managers manage both brands. But we really recognize that there's an Aaron's customer and a Gravely customer. And, and that's and that's one of our strengths is really understanding who they are, what they like, why are they different? And so the Gravely guy, he's a he's a more, you know, do-it-yourself guy. He's a guy that's has more kind of um, customer or uh, sorry, um, professionally minded. And so we really try to amp up the features on, on Gravely because of that. And that's why, you know, starting this year, all of our Gravely zero turns have serviceable transaxles. And, you know, and so for that ZTX, our entry level Gravely, that was a feature that we designed with with Hydra Gear to to bring into the product line. That and, is sexy. And you're that looking is, at my elf. Looks, so looks like it looks like the Batmobile. It looks like a truck. <laughs> that, like, yeah, that's we yeah, so, Can you make that so, in flat black, please? It is actually. Oh uh, God, I just got a boner. So it, <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of have a Batmobile vibe to it for sure. God damn. Oh, yeah. So, so we're looking at the Gravely ZTHD Stealth model. This is a limited edition, 52-inch uh, Kawasaki-powered model. We're, we built a fixed quantity quantity of these. These are in dealerships now. Dealer is a dealer exclusive model for us. Uh, if you want one, you got to go buy it uh, because you know when they're gone, they're gone. And and this is a strategy we introduced last year. We we launched a, a similar model, the ZTX Stealth. Uh, and so we have on these models, you know, you talked about the paint. We have two-tone black paint on this. And so it's not just a, a gloss black paint that you, you can find anywhere. There's actually that flat wrinkle black as well as our standard gravely gloss black. And that really highlights the, the deck from the chassis and the different components. We've outfitted this bad boy with uh, aggressive tread tires, not to be confused with the brand, <laughs> but aggressive tread tires. We put a floor mat on it. We put standard lights on it, custom Gravely grips. So again, more power tool inspired grips, a bigger batter uh, seat with um, that with armrests. Uh, just a, again, a, a super cool machine. We have a deck deck side trim bumper on this guy as well. Uh, so loaded with features and most importantly, you look freaking cool when you're cutting your grass. Nate, you need one, dude. <laughs> You need one, Nate. <laughs> there, that's the guy that needs one right there. Yeah, that oh, guy needs a great mower. I knew that was coming yeah. out tonight. That's a heavy yeah. man. The, uh, that's a heavy I actually man. forgot to load it up until just now. Um, when when do they require you to have uh, ROPS or whatever, like the rollover bar? Yeah, it, well, ROPS is re- you know is required for commercial operations for insurance purposes to start with. But there is a standard that is uh, 880 pounds right around there. So when a machine oh, okay. gets gets to that certain weight limit, then you absolutely have to have it. Uh, so we try to manage, you know, my product line on the, the residential and consumer side. All of our products are below that weight limit. And that's, you know, full of fuel. Uh, so none of my products, well, I have one product, the Aaron's Zenith model that comes with ROPS. Um, but... Uh, otherwise, yeah, we stay under that and, you know, recommend for homeowner use. Gotcha. 
Nate, that could mow up your hill, bro. Uh, if it does, hill with it. How do you guys do on uh, about forty degree inclines? (laughs) (laughs) If you're gonna do it, I'd recommend going straight up and down. (laughs) It looks like it could handle. Man, with a mustache like that, you can. Come on, man. (laughs) That thing is. That is. If I was gonna buy one, that two tone black is got my name on it. Yeah, and there's there's a ton of Easter eggs on that. There's a carbon fiber Gravely G badge on the back. There's aluminum brushed aluminum trim panels on the dash. Like I mean, these are premium automotive uh, features that you're just not going to get anywhere. You know, we didn't we didn't just throw it together and you know throw black on it. Yeah. And every detail was scrutinized in well, labor. We have a Gravely episode on in the future. <laughs> we'll those two yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing. Oh, Gravely's in the chat now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, uh, I heard we're uh, giving away some of uh, these bad boys right here. Ooh. So, on a person. Ooh, look, he's got it. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> word, the word stash. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're type in uh, Aaron's in the chat if you guys want to be entered on the wheel that Brent, you doing it? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Why not? Sure, guys, do it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Sweet. go ahead and type in uh, Aaron's in the chat to we'll do three spins uh, for a head each. So oh, and uh, oh, go, go back to Nick. Yeah. What questions did we miss with Nick? I'm trying to go back through here. I know there was a bunch. I think I I saw several questions, and I think it probably applied to both. But you know, there obviously as as things are changing and one more battery and stuff like that. You know, do you guys have any interest in going down that rabbit hole? Yeah. Uh, so I would say on the snow side, we've definitely been paying attention to what's going on in the market and looking at the battery product, and it's pretty impressive the the uh, amount of progress people have made with battery. Um, you know, when we, when we think about Aaron's being that top tier snow throw in the industry, we know that any machine that we make battery gas or whatever it is, is going to have to perform in that level. And we're not quite at the point where we see battery ready to do that. But I will tell you that when battery is ready to make an Aaron's quality snow throw, Aaron's will be better ready to make a battery one. Gotcha. How about on the, the lawnmower side is, is the razor line. Any, any thoughts on there for a uh, battery? Yeah. You know, right now uh, we're only offering a gas lineup. Uh, but like Nick said, we're, we're well aware of the, the trends in the industry and the preference and the walk behind space is a little bit different. Uh, it's, it's already well advanced down the battery uh, lane and, and we're well aware of that. Uh, and, you know, we're considering our investments and, and want to make sure that when we get into that space, it's the same that we're going to be able to stand behind an Aaron's quality product uh, that's going to last like the customers expect it to. The last thing we wanted, you know, we could have been in, in the battery walk space a long time ago. Uh, we've had partner models that have come across our desk that we could have slapped errands on and, and, and been selling battery products two years ago. And mm-hmm. we just, we just didn't believe in the product enough to put our name on it. And so we didn't. 
and and so we, we will get there, um, but not ready yet. Gotcha. Do you guys have plans to expand into like uh, like weed eater, spade blowers, you know, any other kind of lawn tools associated with airs? Yeah, we're in a good period of growth at the Aaron's company. And so looking at how do we expand our product lines outside of, you know, the traditional core products like the two-stage snow throws that Nick's talked about and our zero turns. So we're always evaluating our opportunities there. And, and again, with weed, weed trimmers and blowers and, and things like that, those markets are, you know, heavy into battery and heavy into that conversion. And so as we enter into battery and, and look to enter into that, uh, we'll consider those product lines as needed if it makes sense for the business. Uh, but right now we're not offering any of those product lines. Cool. Awesome. Stay gassy. <laughs> Don't worry about the batteries. I will say there's a lot of downsides to batteries that, that people tend to ignore. I, I'm glad I have a, a number of them because of you know, each time I got a new tool, I, I made sure to get the model with a battery because, you know, it's not like you can just go refill up real quick. You know, if you run out of juice, you know, it takes a minute. And sometimes if you're cutting real thick, tall grass, it'll it'll chew through that battery. Um, so, yeah, that's one thing that I think people don't consider is batteries are expensive. So if, if you have to buy one, it's like 250 for one of the mower size batteries, not even the, the larger, larger ones. Yeah. Yeah, they can range up to six hundred dollars now for the for the biggest ones, kind of on the market for the the battery zero turns that have the replaceable batteries. So, yeah, definitely not an expensive offering. Well, they probably don't last twenty years like you know a small engine potentially could if you take care of it. You know, I mean, we we had one growing up. We had an Aaron's and and you know all the way through high school, same mower, little little, little whatever twenty one twenty inch mower. It worked great. So you're saying for GIE this year, you don't have any major fire planned? <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing the s'mores. Yeah. Nice. Get a hang around, hang around the DeWalt area. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I got, one, one thing we always uh, like to venture into on the shows with our guests is we, we like to ask you guys about your personal lawns. Uh, maybe, mm. you know, can talk about maybe what equipment you own, um, you know, lawn care or whatever, but um, that's always just something we like to say, you know, is guys that work in the industry, are you like, you know, do you have five snowblowers and you, you love going around snowblowing or is it one of those things where like, you know, you're a mechanic where I work on it all day long and when I get home, that's the last thing I want to do. Um, so yeah, I'll say uh, for on the lawn side, I have a relatively small um, lot. It's just under a quarter acre. Uh, but we have an Aaron's classic uh, walk behind 21 inch um, from, I think it's about 10 years old now. And it's a fantastic machine. My 12 year old son, uh, he, he uses it and loves it uh, on the snow side. Um, I've, I've got an Aaron's professional at home right now. Uh, just obviously the nature of my job. I've constantly got units going back and forth between work. Um, but I've, I've had single stage, two stage. I had a mammoth at my house uh, over this winter, a couple weekends. Um and my neighbors loved it. I definitely uh, was the the coolest guy in the neighborhood that week. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, I'm I'm all in with our products. So on the on the grass side, uh, I mean, I have a you know, I'm also a suburban yard, so I have about a third of an acre. Uh, but I've been mowing that with our ZTH, our Gravely ZTHD, 
uh, 44 inch over the past two years. Uh, and uh, I have a, uh, a Gravely uh, ZTXL, which is one of my new models of 52 uh, coming here uh, this winter. Uh, so I'll be in, in better style cutting the grass. Uh, and then on the snow, I've, I've got an Aaron's two-stage Rapid Track Pro Hydro 28-inch. It is, it is a beast, and I do the whole block when it snows. It hasn't snowed enough for me yet this winter, so I can't wait for this next couple days with whatever this winter storm is, and we'll keep the neighbors happy and, and their yards cleared. I think it's just crazy, you know, being from the Midwest myself. I'm in Iowa, so just to hear, you know, the Midwest – and this winter, how light it's been. And, you know, like I, I got, I just got a snowblower this year and I got to use it like twice. You know, one was, one was a half an inch of snow. And I mean, I was excited <laughs> to get out there. First time I got to use this machine, it's a little half inch. And I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm going out there with the snowblower and I'm using it. And then, you know, here last week we got dumped down with like eight inches in like, oh, four, <laughs> like four hours. And so, you know, it was a little more work to get out there and use it. But yeah, it was like, I was like, for the first time in my life, I was actually excited to go like, out and clear snow for the first time ever so it, it's a fun experience when you get to do it yeah 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 but like in the middle i mean this year's just been so weird you know for you guys to be in wisconsin yeah. be like yeah we haven't had any snow you know historically you're like shit you know we probably had three foot and haven't seen my lawn since november you know i mean that's historically accurate for the midwest but it's just been so light this year yeah absolutely but Man, so we have a long of the week. Winner. Shout out to Long Care Ecos real quick for last week winning this. Oh yeah, man! Even yeah, this week we don't got a winner this week, but uh, first international two-time long of the week winner. Yeah, we need to give big shout out to Pro Pete for sticking with us and making that oh, possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, we didn't have I mean, any. I, we didn't have much entries this week. I I did share one in in our group chat. Um, I got a buddy who he doesn't post any lawn care content, but uh, he he sent a I think he did a story and he tagged us in it, and just an amazing lawn over in like Maryland. But yeah, he doesn't post anything on his Instagram about it. But I mean, he messages me five days a week talking about lawn care. But he's just <laughs> I'm like I keep telling him I'm like you got to post you could win so easily you know. But he's like nah, it's like I'm keeping my keep my lawn for my own stuff. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, but you can win a free bag of fertilizer if you, yeah. you know, posted it. And then I owe Dave Belecki an apology. Somehow I just timed him out for 300 seconds and did not mean to. So sorry, <laughs> Dave. Say, why did you tell me how I've done it? Belecki, man. Man, Dave, Dave, you got to come back on here. Those are some fun episodes. How do I undo that? You got to love that. Can't share my screen and I can't comment. <laughs> Always putting people in timeout. He doesn't mean to. <laughs> Well, I'll put the wrong. Well, so yeah, Dave asked a question in the chat. Like, how, how do you guys like, is there a lottery system or how do you guys? Yeah, Sorry, there is. How, how do you decide who gets to demo the products? And then Oli deletes it and puts them in timeout. <laughs> I, I got them all back where we can see them, but it is my fault. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> yeah, he was asking like, you know, like you had said, you got to bring home uh, some of the tools, you know, and stuff like that. He was just asking, you know, like, how do you, you know, is it? You guys just have a couple in the in the area or at the headquarters, and you guys got to kind of demo them and whatnot. Or yeah, on work? the snow side, we have um, a number of pieces of equipment: uh, single stage, two stage, uh, it in storage, ready to go. 
And uh, we try to keep track of like who around the office has different types of driveways, right? Do you have a real long driveway, a real wide one? Or are you going to have a, a big apron that's going to have a lot of snow from the plow and all that kind of stuff? And when there's, um, you know, when, when it's getting time for winter and people know snow is coming, everyone in the office is, is hitting you up. Hey, do you have any of those snow throws left? <laughs> yeah. I, could, I could use one. That'd be really nice. So uh, you, got, you got any of those snowblowers there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say we take bribes, but you know, there's a way to get to the top of the list. I mean, you're just randomly show up in the back of your truck. I think everyone asks Nick if they can take a mammoth home when it's going to snow. I've been asking for like three years, like seriously, give me one. And how fast does that thing go? Like, you know, would you said you had a, what was it? A 12 year old that mows. Did, did he get out there and, and ride around on the mammoth at all? Uh, he did not know, and that that was partially just because I'm I'm really selfish, and it was a really fun <laughs> machine. Mammoth um, was eight miles an hour forward and four in reverse, so you can really scoot when you need to. That's cool. The wheel hey, by the way, done. Chubb, the turf wheel tamer, if he's in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Turf tamer said us this a couple weeks ago, and I forgot to pull it up last week. <laughs> this is him. A couple, of, well, about, I think he said like 15 years ago. So. Mm. Him and Ron. So, man, so many questions about that picture. Uh, <laughs> now, where was that? <laughs> All right, you guys want to spin this thing? And where is Ron's other hand at? <laughs> Brent, oh, Brent you don't let us down on the music selection. Oh, that's up to Zach. Oh, that's, that's Zach, yeah. And have really made too Sorry, good. Dave. All right, you ready for it? Let's do it. Here she goes. Oh my god. <laughs> that wasn't me. I didn't even think there was music on here. That was a good choice. Oh. <laughs> Lawn Forerunner. All right. Congrats, oh, brother. He won yeah, I don't know about that hundred giveaway too. I forget what it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how do we. I don't even know how to get rid of music. <laughs> I didn't even know you could share your music. That was that was corny. <laughs> Zach had some smooth <laughs> jams. Wow, wow. Yeah, oh, oh. Yeah, some, I had some. Good... It's so loud. I'm sorry, everyone. It like jumps into like anime music or something. We uh, we Lucas, our, Lucas our wheel guys out tonight. He was, we, mm. we have one more member, and he's uh he's like he was racing home in a snowstorm or something. Mm-hmm. The official Brian. voice of TO- KOTG is out. <laughs> yeah, bedtime stories with K-O-T-G. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's not right. Brent's got the Aaron's A in there, man. That looks good. Nice wheel. Yeah. Blackout. Something new. Some corny music for you guys again. What's this going on right now? (laughs) I tried to roll it. Did it it work? Tanner Moore. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> no, congrats. Um, go ahead and shoot KOTG your address, and uh, we'll get them out. 
Um, I actually have all three here. So if you have Instagram, well, you kind of have to have Instagram, I guess. Write us on Instagram or get a hold of one of us somehow. I will assume everybody has Instagram. <laughs> I know. I think I mean, it's. I mean, that's. I think, that's how I think everybody found us. I don't know. Maybe not. Hey, so I was curious. Um, you know, the I don't know if you guys know that the backstory on this, but where did the uh, the orange come from on the the mowers and your guys's kind of you know, color platform? Was that something from way back, like original, or did this come about years later? Maybe Aaron That's knows a, about it. A good know. question. I don't. I don't have a a real solid answer. I know Aaron's has been around since 1933, and I believe our original colors were orange and then. Uh, a green color. So I know it goes back to the early days, but I don't know where the orange comes from. Andy, do you have any background on that? Yeah, I've asked that question. You know, one of the one of the cool things about Aaron's being a 90-year-old company is we have a really cool museum in Brilliant, Wisconsin that's open to the public. So uh, if you ever swing through the center of the state, um, stop by there. Anyway, I was doing some product research there and asked that question as, as we were looking to do some retro models and the legend has it that it was a, it was a safety color, um, so making it a, a bright color to be able to to see it as a uh, you know a dangerous piece of, of equipment. So that's what I had heard, but I'll call it a legend versus a a, a truth uh, at this point. So it does it does pop relative to the reds and the grays and the you know and the blacks like it you know the, the orange stands out. Well, up against the white snow, and you know that's probably the biggest thing is oh, you know, yeah. really, really contrast that. Sure, sure. Yeah, but, I mean, not in like that black mower that in my lawn. I mean, <laughs> that'd be a nice contrast mower, too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that would be a hell of a contrast. I'm serious. You, you I'm think thinking. Hot, I'm thinking. I might need a. Yeah, I think I might need an orange mower in my yard. God. I don't know. Looks sweet. I, think I might need that thing. I got a 30 year old 60 inch deck for you. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to put it. Like I can mow my lawn in like two pads. That's what she said. That is what she said. <laughs> it's orange too. Walked into that one. That's true. Yep. Walked right into it. <laughs> I got nowhere to put it. <laughs> don't mind us, guys. For real, I do. I um, sure. I have an acre, and I use a thirty-year-old ride-on mower. So. But I, I love it. All right. Well, this was, this was really cool, man. We, we talked That was lot. funny. I appreciate you guys answering all of our Sorry, Dave. All righty. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. listen, gentlemen, thank you so much. This was a great episode. Um, very cool to hear about all the different... Uh, you know things that you guys make and you know it's kind of the marriage with uh errands and gravely and you know awesome information well thank you very much for having us yeah and thanks you for taking the time uh, to uh be with us on launch day for the yeah. new uh razor walk behind yeah so stick yeah. around after stick around so yeah it sounds like uh they want a gravely episode too so <laughs> let's hash that out <laughs> we'll, we'll have to run it back I know. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. Thank so, you, everybody in the live chat, right. for joining us tonight. Wrap. Thank you. Have a good night.